Hello, and welcome back to Lactation Station. I'm Michaela, and today I'm coming to you live from my backyard in Las Vegas, where the weather has started to get a little warmer, so I thought it would be a great idea to just kind of kick back and hang out back here for a little while. This week, I want to talk a little differently about lactation. I recently read a post on a forum about keeping your lactation or A&R a secret. So many people responded about how no one knows. Many of the ladies said that they wished they had someone to talk to about what they were doing or what was or wasn't working. It really bothers me that they, you know, we're not more of an open community. I mean, I understand why, and it's very frustrating, but, you know, it's really upsetting that so many women are on this journey alone. So before I go any further with this, I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to invite each and every one of you to join a Facebook group I started. It's called Lactation Station 2020, and I want you guys to help me build a community of support where anyone can go, you know, non-judgmental, that people can ask questions, get help, talk about supplements, you figure out what breast pump works best for them, or whatever the case may be. You know, let's just build a community for our fellow lactators that um, want to be more open but don't know how. And then the other thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my phone number. And I want you to feel free to text me. If you have any questions, I'll try to answer them. If you are just curious about a pump or a supplement, you or you just need, you know, somebody to talk to for support that, you know, you're going through an issue, whatever that issue may be, it's taking too long or you're not sure if you're doing it right, whatever it is that you need support with, I want you to be able to feel like you have somebody to talk to. So my number is 702-845-6048. And just remember, I am on the West Coast. If you're not on the West Coast, then I'm at least an hour behind you. If I don't get back to you right away, I will as soon as I can. My goal is to help you feel comfortable with what you're doing. Of all the dumb shit that we do, lactation is as natural a process as it can be. Your breasts are literally made for lactating. So don't, I don't want you to hide or feel shame because you're lactating. And if, you know, you are or you do and you want somebody to talk about with it, then that's what I'm here for. I recently reached out to a company that makes supplements for sponsorship on my podcast. I did and still do feel like they would be a good fit. They turned me down and stated they didn't feel my podcast was right for them. I thanked them for their time and consideration. And then I told them that they were, there were, wait, I told them that there are thousands of women worldwide who induce lactation for a variety of reasons. Adoption, moms who have had mastectomies, women who induce to help a friend, brother, cousin who lost their wife, and women who induce for personal reasons. By not being open to these people, they're losing out on millions of potential dollars. Will that change their mind? I hope so. And all of us will probably go on ordering supplements, but my first choice would always be a company that recognizes me as an individual who needs their product. Humans, like other species, are born biologically adapted to species-specific milk as a complete source of nutrition. But lactation is more than nutrition alone. 
It is also a means of bonding, nurturing, and caring. Nursing or suckling as an aspect of nurture has certain characteristics. It is part of an embodied form of care. A 2017 study reminds us that caring for others is valuable for its own sake, not just because it leads to better health outcomes, but also embodied care is an ethic that understands individual and social morality as a deeply bound as wait as deeply bound up with caring relationships. Nursing or suckling like friendship provides us with necessary context to learn how to do well with others. Suckling caring relation relationships are valuable because they form an important structure in which we learn other regarding thought and action and they also become the enabling conditions for our own acting and doing well in life. Nursing or suckling is in fact care work because the intimacy that you create by the use of your body to provide protection and nurturing you know there's just there's no greater way to say you care about somebody than to do this for them. The physical mouth-to-breast contact between partners is highly personal. The physiological function of lactation draws on the partner's nutritional reserves, changes the hormonal profile, and her body shape. It affects her fertility in some cases, her state of mind, and has an impact predominantly positive on her short-term and long-term health. The world frequently reduces the value of breast milk to the level of its nutrients. The negative side to this view is viewing breast milk primarily as nutritious food causes a narrow health-focused approach to assessing risks and benefits. Commodification of breast milk may also slip into commodification of those who provide milk. And commodification is the definition is the action or process of treating something as a mere commodity. And this runs the risk of overemphasizing health benefits at the expense of other nurturing potentials. So what I I guess I'm trying to say at this point right now is that, you know, it's such a natural process for your body and for you to want to maternally care for somebody that it's there's nothing wrong with it, nothing to be ashamed of and nothing to be embarrassed about. And I really hope that we get to some point where it's not something that is just a secret, that there is no shame, there shouldn't be shame, and that people can openly talk about it and discuss it with others without that feeling of shame. Relactation and induced lactation are very similar processes. Relactation is the process of re-stimulating lactation days, weeks, months, or years after lactation has ended. Induced lactation is the process of simulating lactation when someone has not had the benefit of hormones of pregnancy and has never lactated. I read a 2018 case study describing the process of a 30-year-old transgender woman who was able to breastfeed exclusively for six weeks. And during this time, the child's pediatrician reported that the child's growth feeding and bowel habits were developmentally appropriate. So this story completely upends the traditional notions of breastfeeding. In developing countries, lactation or relactation is routinely initiated as part of rehydration therapy 
that is offered to ill and malnourished infants and young children. In nearly all cases, the mothers relactate successfully. Adoptive lactation is undertaken by adoptive parents who want their children to have the benefits of breastfeeding. Induced lactation or relactation requires a lot of time and commitment. Relactating women can use galactagogues but aren't necessary in all cases. A lot of times it's about hormone imbalance. If you're um, premenopausal, you know, in your 30s and 40s, and you can create a good balance in your hormones, which means you need your prolactin level high and your estrogen and progesterone low, then a lot of times you don't need the galactagogues or DOM to initiate lactation because it's all about balancing the hormones. When you take DOM or anything else that stimulates the prolactin, you know, you have a level of prolactin that your body produces. If you can just keep your hormones in balance, then adding other stuff to it doesn't necessarily make a difference one way or the other. When you're um, menopausal or postmenopausal, then, you know, that's a little bit more difficult because your hormones are kind of out doing their own thing, so to speak. For me, because I've always had low progesterone and my estrogen levels are starting to drop because I'm getting close to being premenopausal, I really didn't have much of an issue once I started trying to relactate. My prolactin levels spiked and my other two hormones, you know, dropped and it, I can kind of get a good balance. I did add um, some supplements to help out, but I have there have been times when I don't take them just because I feel like my body needs a rest from medications and I still have fairly decent milk supply. Nursing is a dyadic activity, so it's important to consider your partner's role. Other considerations that influence successful nursing or suckling is your partner's suckling style and latch, frequency of sessions, and the duration of each suckling session. Keep priorities clear from the beginning that can provide the nursing dyad with a unique relationship built on a special closeness that characterizes the nursing experience. Remember though, placing emphasis on your milk supply as evidence of success can increase anxiety and in turn inhibit milk production as well as your milk ejection reflex. A lot of times if you're in um, an ANR, you know, it's better to focus on the intimacy and the closeness that is created with your relationship and less on the milk. Because I can tell you almost 100% that your partner is going to enjoy the suckling, whether it's wet or dry. So, you know, try to stress less about how much milk you have and enjoy all the other things that come with that relationship. Realistic expectations are important. Even if you've never produced a drop of milk, the closeness and intimacy that you and your partner develop from this special relationship cannot be underestimated. So let's talk about the dyad of an ANR. A dyad is something that consists of two parts. It's the smallest group, two people. An ANR is an acronym for adult nursing relationship. It's two consenting adults in a relationship who engage in adult nursing. One may or may not lactate, one suckles as part of, the, of their intimate relationship. It may or may not involve milk or sex. It usually involves a loving couple committed to their relationship. Most couples experience a deep bond through adult nursing. 
They learn to communicate better and to resolve issues faster. And really, you almost have no choice because if you let an issue fester between you, you know, and maybe you skip a suckling session because one of you is angry, eventually you're going to need to nurse and it's going to get uncomfortable and painful. It's You just get to where you re- resolve that conflict faster so that, you know, these are not things that become issues for you later. Many benefits of an adult nursing relationship parallel those of traditional nursing between mother and a child. Breast milk contains high amounts of proteins and antibodies to boost the immune system of the recipient. It also releases oxytocin, which aids in reducing the woman's risk of ovarian cancer and breast cancer. But, you know, then there are people that say, well, why should I nurse a partner? Adult nursing is incredibly intimate and loving, so much more than just sex. And for some people in this world, that's just what they think it is, a deviated way to have sex. And that's not even it at all. For some people, it's hard to describe what their A&R involves. There are deep primal emotions evolved with a nursing relationship. You can become emotionally and physically closer to someone, more so than you ever thought possible. There are also physical reasons why a couple will grow interdependent. A good example is a woman who needs her partner to be available when she needs to be suckled to relieve pressure that builds up in the breast. This closeness and interdependence that makes adult relationships so special. And like any other healthy relationship, sex is a part of it. I mean, you know, you wouldn't tell a married couple that they can't have sex. So, you know, the fact that there's sex involved in an A&R relationship is not out of the ordinary. But it's not exclusive either. Not everybody who begins an A&R relationship begins it for sex. It's for the closeness and the intimacy and the suckling. And then, you know, sex just becomes naturally part of it. Like I said, just like in any other healthy relationship. The intimacy and understanding that may develop between two people is considerably stronger than that which may develop from a physical or sexual attraction alone. And if your relationship is already strong, then this will only enhance it to another level. And it isn't something that happens overnight. It's about spending time with someone you love in a very old-fashioned way, the way relationships have been done since the dawn of time. There is a clear bonding experience with adult nursing relationships that is a pleasure to both parties on a physical, emotional, and psychological basis. And I realize that a vast majority of people may find this type of relationship strange. But is it? I mean, is it any more strange than whatever else goes on in people's bedrooms and in their home? You know, nobody judges a married couple because they're married and sleeping together. I spend a lot of time trying to figure out why this issue is such a big deal. And one of the things that I think creates the issue is that it deals with breasts. And breasts are taboo in Western cultures. And this is something that I've talked about before. In Western countries, a woman's breasts are meant to be hidden. Exposing your breasts in public is considered shameful and inappropriate, whether you're on a beach or while breastfeeding. And we've all seen in the news, you know, people throwing a fit or getting upset because 
some mothers in the park or in a restaurant feeding her baby. You know, exposing your breasts in public may be a no-no, except while you're breastfeeding. But if you watch television, breasts are actually emphasized in advertisements, fashions, internet, and don't get me started on video games. Some of those video games, the the women in those games have the biggest, bounciest breasts. I, you would never see them on a real person. It's just crazy. And that just tells people that breasts are a sexual object. And they're only beautiful when they're big and protruding. And, you know, that is just simply not true. So, of course, these things combined make it seem like adult nursing is some dirty, sex-crazed act. When, in fact, it's just two people sharing a very intimate moment. What I'd really like to see happen is people that are in an A&R or women that are induced or trying to induce or any of that stuff. I mean, I don't think I'll ever see it mainstream, at least not in my lifetime. But I'd like to see less disgust, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for. You know, um, it wasn't too long ago that nobody would have dared watch Fifty Shades of Grey or read that book but I mean it swept the world by storm and now you know people that are into that kind of stuff are just right out there talking about it that's where I want us to be and that's my goal I want to bring to light our community that there's nothing wrong with us that it's okay and people need to be less uptight and you know, more welcoming in today's society for whatever it is that you do. (sighs) Okay, so that's it for today. I'm sorry it was less about lactation and more about my ranting. I just get so frustrated because, you know, I'm not ashamed of the fact that I'm inducing. If people ask me if I'm lactating, I tell them. I talk to people about it all the time. I have a really close girlfriend and I talk to her about it. I discuss it with my son. I, you know, I I don't hide it. And I don't want other people to hide it either. I want you to feel comfortable to talk to your best friend. You know, your best friend should be somebody that doesn't judge you. And you could tell them anything. You know, and if you have an issue or... You know, you're not sure if you have the right flange. I want you to be able to go to somebody, your best friend or your sister, and say, hey, can you help me out? That's my goal. I want I want us all to just be able to be social and live our lives. And if you're out with friends and you start to leak, oh, well, sorry, I'm leaking. I got to go to the bathroom and take care of this. Let's get rid of the stigma and the shame and just be proud to live our lives. All right, everyone, that's it for tonight. Remember to love yourself. Don't be ashamed of what you're doing. Be proud. Talk about it. Discuss your issues. Call me if you need help. Text me. Honestly, you'll probably get a better response from me if you text me. Um, But I want to be there for you, and I want to help you with whatever issues that you have coming up that you need to talk about. Let's just get through this one day at a time. All right, I'm Michaela, and this is Lactation Station. Have a great night.